0: Hi, this is Nathan. Welcome to the Wad Fam Chalk Pod. Oh, hi there! Welcome to the pod. I'm Dylan James Weaver, but most folks around here just call me Dylan. Why don't you get the whole family together and join us for another exciting episode of the Wad Fam Chalk Pod? This is really, really, really not relevant. Um. But I need to tell someone? Okay. So, there's an episode um, called Silent Night.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: We get to hear from Janna at multiple ages during that episode. In fact, one of the ages. She's voiced by Ariel Winter. Ariel Winter from Modern Family.
1: What? <laughs> Wait a hot minute. Yo, which granddaughter is hot? Ah, Holy, God, that's his daughter.
0: Welcome to the Fam Chalk Pod. I'm Don Weaver. I'm Andrew Acebo. And today we are talking about episode 473
1: of Adventures in Odyssey, titled Breaking Point. Yes, sir. It was uh, was really good. So this is the last episode on the album Danger Signals, uh, which came out in 2001. Um, Thoughts? Uh, I'm
0: glad we're done with this album. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. That sounds more negative than it should be. It's just like... Things are starting to pick up, but I'm ready for the cascade that is to come.
1: Yeah, well, and, like, it is kind of ridiculous to think, but this has literally been two albums worth of setup. Right. Two fragmented albums. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, yeah, but no. over the, I can't imagine, as a listener, over the course of two years getting teased with this... Oh, yeah. And, and then, like, a, yeah. It would be... That sounds brutal. <laughs> Pretty rough. Even if yeah. they put out two albums in a year, like, even if it was over the course of a year.
0: Yeah, which I think they often do. Yeah. Which, obviously, because it hasn't been going on for 40 years or
1: whatever. Yeah. How many albums? <laughs> so many. Yeah. Sweet yeah, we're probably We're probably in <laughs> so the many.
0: 60s now, right? I don't know. I remember album 50 coming out and that yeah, being a big that, deal. Yeah, that was a
1: big deal, yeah. Yeah, and I remember the 25th anniversary and all that, mm-hmm. so yeah yeah i think it's about two a year that seems yeah. about fair so anyway uh so the episode starts with um wit and nick meeting and talking about the uh the work schedule and um so wit is stretched super thin in uh between the connellsville shop and everything he's doing there and with wit's end and um so he N- nick there's some like gaps in the scheduling and yep uh, so Nick comes to Wit to talk to him about it. Um, it. In like another very like Adventures
0: in Odyssey does sitcom conventions, like yeah. Wit's being pulled from all sides and yeah. like has
1: to has to make sacrifices and all this stuff. But it's it's yeah, it does feel like kind of like a like a sitcomy episode in, in yeah. that way, uh, and that does just kind of follows like a very I mean cliche in a nice way, but a cliche storyline, right? In
0: that every time like. That we constantly has to run out on his obligations because yeah. of unforeseen circumstances and that sort of thing. Yeah, um, which but, I
1: guess is like even if it is like '90s trophy sitcom, that would only have been a couple years old at this point. Right. You
0: yeah, <laughs> I, I know, I don't think it's bad that they do it. It's just an observation. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, the the thing we didn't hit on there is uh, the teaser. Okay, it opens on is super similar to our tom riley one yeah from ages ago where it's just like a bunch of clips that don't connect at all and a bunch of wit just saying no
1: yep yep yeah and so that uh no (laughs) no
0: that made me that yeah that took me back to do you
1: have a bucket on your head
0: no no
1: (laughs) yeah um so uh and then we get uh, Eugene is brought up briefly in the dialogue because <laughs> <laughs> they're talking about how uh, short-staffed everybody is, and uh, Wit asks about Eugene, and Nick's like, "Well, he like hardly ever works here anymore." Nick says, "Eugene, who? Oh, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, you're okay. right. Who,
0: who again? He's been mentioned like <laughs> twice. Yeah, I for for anybody who only like for the people out there who are just listening to the Novacom saga." um he's a main character really, right? yeah like this is this guy's important he just yeah we really don't get him
1: yeah and then nick follows by saying what is he union there it is i yeah, <laughs> yeah you got that I quote have to as the, well. say, <laughs> the same thing down and i was like because wow. i was
0: like first off union joke right. focused on the family thanks guys second off how old is Nick again yeah he's like just out of high school or something
1: right yeah why
0: is he making a union joke
1: yeah well and his delivery is super like 80s yeah. stand-up the guy of never life.
0: works anymore what, what is, is he you union,
1: union? <laughs> the like, deal airline you movie. laugh track yeah <laughs> <laughs> like uh yeah oh my gosh yeah Yeah, and then he says so he can't he can't go to uh he can't be at work because he's got band practice yep and the band is 10w40 yep which is the name of the the, the garage
0: or the he said we came up with the name in the garage and i think it's supposed to be a wd40 that's what i was thinking yeah yeah (laughs) yeah in this band he he plays quote just the tambourine but i'm learning Learning the the guitar guitar. Oh. oh nick What a glorious character. (laughs) Yeah. So he's being stretched thin because he's got band practice. Eugene is who knows what. Jack's busy at the antique store and there's, which is, it's interesting they brought that up. I mean, I guess you got to cover all their bases. Yeah. But like, we really haven't seen Jack work at wit's end. No. At all. That being said, we are skipping some episodes album wise, so it he very well could be happening just in episodes we're not listening to. Yeah, yeah. One, well, I feel like he has in the past,
1: too. Oh, yeah, no, he's sure, definitely...
0: Sure. Well, because he was at, in the time after Wit 1 died. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was. He took over with... Uh, he and Jason, Jason ran. Which was... Ran everything. That was great. Until they cast Wit 2. Yay, um, Wit 2. Favorite Wit. My Wit. Best Wit. Yeah. Um do i get to say it i want you to all right this. so, no. so no. As, as we're running through <laughs> as we're running through all of our people uh he's like hey what about wooten
1: wooten my favorite character <laughs> oh, wooten. can we have wooten fill in for yeah. uh he's great with the kids and then wit says i don't know he's a mailman <laughs> like what he <laughs>
0: a mailman he's our mailman yeah, 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 yeah. like we don't want this conflict of interest <laughs> Just, of yeah. him being our mailman and working at our store we try and keep the mail and work okay. separate yeah
1: <laughs> i don't understand. which
0: more on that later when wit receives personal mail at, at wit's <laughs> which is also not yeah whatever um that's uh that's uh, Wit kind of is kind of like, yeah, I guess we could do that. And Nick's like, look, you don't have much of a choice. And he's and Wit's like, sure, let's do it. And so this is Wooten's second episode. Yeah, the previous episode is entitled "Welcoming Wooten. Wooten." Yeah, what a great episode! So, I love that episode. So he is the he's the man-child mailman. He's um, so good. Who? Yeah, he is a pretty doesn't have a lot to do in this ser- series, but he becomes a major player. In the future, and, uh, yeah, a real main character gets a lot of, a lot of plots.
1: So. Yeah, he's, like, he gets pretty, for being, like, a, like, a fairly late ad to the show, he gets very much deeply ingrained in, like, the universe and then stays there. Right, he becomes one of their go-to townies in the same way that they have Bernard. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like,
0: they don't really... Yeah, and he
1: doesn't age out or anything like that. Like, you know, like, right. like I'm pretty sure um a lot of them like yeah. Jack and Joanne like they obviously go off and like they move. Right.
0: And and, and all of the kids we kind of get different generations of the yeah. kids kind of disappearing and yeah. then, and then we get new kids, but Wooten is still in episodes that are airing now, like new episodes. He's still around for.
1: Yeah, which um, is my goodness, he's been so, working yeah. with him for twenty years. Yeah. Well, well, not twenty, but like
0: yeah. something close, almost, almost twenty. Good old uh, Mister Mister Jess Harnell.
1: Got him. Um. So then, Wit goes to the shop in Connellsville and is yep. hanging out with Mary. And by that I mean they're going over like plans and stuff. <laughs> yep. He's busy. Uh. And then Mary starts <laughs> Mary starts telling him about Barry. Uh, who, what a mysterious, mysterious man who is somehow good at everything. Oh, yeah. I was tempted to
0: write down the list of things he was good at, and then I was like, That no, would take so long. It's not worth it. It's just a joke. It's so long. It's so long. Also, yeah. he's a Renaissance for- <laughs> yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. So, Barry can do everything. Basically. Uh, he says... He ends his whole like rattling list off of things by saying he's taking up surfing. Yeah. Which we later find out that this guy like is on the is on the move a lot, but at the time I was like But
1: where? Yeah, <laughs> but where are you surfing? Maybe it's that old West fun world. Maybe they've got a really good like faux wave pool. Yeah, wave pool. Yeah. They have one of those at Hershey Park. I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> Just a note so the scene where they're talking, uh, Mary introduces barry to wit and they like have this like awkward conversation and then wit and mary go off and like the sound engineering was really really excellently done in that like you kind of get the sense like you can really clearly picture them walking away mm. and barry talking at them but like at their backs right yes yeah but like yeah, you get, it, it translates really... very well to like television like picturing of that yep. like you can totally imagine the shot of, like, so you can see their faces and you can kind of see Barry's face behind theirs, like, in the distance. and You can hear the shoes and everything. And yeah. It was just, like, the show itself was fantastic in that regard, but, like, that was one of the moments where I was like, wow, that's that's very impressive. Yeah, yeah no, this was very good. There's a spot
0: later I want to talk about where I think, like, maybe the sound engineering didn't quite work for me. Yeah. Uh, for maybe the first time, but yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Um, so, the whole reason, um, the whole reason our good buddy Barry is here is because Mary, okay, because in all of Wits being stretched thin and whatnot, the thing that he's the furthest behind on is putting together the imagination station at Wits end in Connellsville. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Mary's whole idea is, hey, Barry is a genius, he'll do this. He then, she, like, is listing up off all this she's like oh yeah he should be able to help without the imagination station he's set up computers for me before and i'm like computers the imagination <sighs> station these aren't really the same, <laughs> are really yeah, the same like the imagination station is a computer but to call them the same thing is
1: yeah a stretch that's like yeah it's like you know putting tomatoes and fruit salad situation there yeah, it's like Man, you're kind of the same, but no, not really. Yep. In addition, he throws onto his res
0: onto his resume that he is great at canasta.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then he uh, asks him to ask Wit if he needs his pants hemmed. He does ask Whit, and he's a hairstylist. Yeah, and yeah. Which is like it's all jokey, but it's also like wow. Okay, all right, all right. Focus on the family. That's the that's all right. Yeah. They have VR. He's talking about his
0: experience with VR. Yeah. He's, either he says or Mary says that he has done extensive work with virtual reality. It's 2001. Yeah. No.
1: (laughs) Like, I understand that the Imagination Station is, like, a one, like, very, like, exclusive, immersive thing. And, like, I'm okay with that existing because Wit is God and can somehow create VR in 2001. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: oh but he creates it in like 85 yeah right? yeah yeah but it's barely right? just there's a plot <laughs> device to be like oh we can use we can have kids go back to bible stories yeah
1: yeah but like also this in that <laughs>
0: it is the definition of a do sex market <laughs> it is a machine from, from the, the, the god singular wit focus on the family <laughs> Uh, uh, oh, he's, so he, like, trying to prove himself, like, oh, yeah, I know, computer stuff, he's like, hey, you should pick up a 10,000 RPM drive. That's not a, how you measure that, is, that, no, that is 100%, he's right. Okay. That's a great point. The next thing he says is he, he's like, you should pick up a 10,000 drive. A mega millennium drive would really help you. Which, like, yes, a mega millennium would be 10,000. But there's no such... Like, that's not a phrase that you yeah. use. That's just like... It's the it's the thing they do with Eugene a lot in this show. Where they're just like... Ah, we'll make him talk more ridiculous. Except this guy doesn't do it as cool. It's also like the same thing they do in Big Bang Theory. Where it's yeah. just like... I mean, that word is... That's like actually true... But you're wrong.
1: Yeah. Like, well, yeah, just, yes,
0: Mega Millennium is 10,000. No, we don't refer to 10,000
1: RPM hard drives as Mega Millennium drives. Well, and the thing is, like, they just kind of thrive on the fact that even if they know that they're not right, they also know that their audience is not right. So, there it is. And so, uh, and then Wit gets a phone call from Nick back at the store. Stuff's happening.
0: Ugh, and, before that, though. Oh, because we actually cut... Like, it's not wit picking up the phone that we hear. We cut to Nick yeah, yeah. in the store yeah. on... I get that it's comedy, but on the worst designed phone menu of all time. He's on a phone and it's giving him like the prompts on like yes, yeah, yeah, what yeah, to yeah, do. Yeah. His, and see. it says, quote, To receive information about one of our products, press 1. To receive one of our informational products... Press 2. To inform us that you have not received one of our products, press 3. To be better informed and or receive and or produce one of our productive and or informational products, press 5 and or 6. To speak to someone in English, press 7.
1: Yeah. To be better informed and or receive and or produce... One of our productive and or... (laughs) What?!
0: If you would like to produce one of our productive products, press 5 and or 6.
1: It's like,
0: I get that it's a joke. joke. I get that this episode is very sitcom-y, and that that's the kind of thing that would happen on a sitcom. But, <laughs> <laughs> wow. It, but, yeah. wow. It, well, it does get to a point, and and... It's also a worn-out joke. It's a joke that everyone's made. I I don't know.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's it's just and uh, we've kind of come to this where it's like Odyssey has a lot of tropes in it, and some of the tropes are good, and some of the tropes are less good. Distracting. Yeah. Yeah. And like and this would be an example of it being like eh, it doesn't. You know, it could be much much better. And you could keep the same trope, and it could just it could just be done better. Yeah. And so uh, there's all these kids, and it's just Nick. And there's a is the Little League baseball team now?
0: <laughs> there's a couple things I have I have intense notes about please this continue, segment yeah please go because through. the logic is bad. breaks down fast. <laughs> so first off, which end does birthday parties and daycare which we this is a thing we didn't know. <laughs> yeah now we knew birthday parties make sense. yeah. daycare, daycare. interesting. maybe it's a revenue stream for them.
1: I don't know. Also, Nick's in charge of daycare. Because yeah. in my understanding, there's one person there and he's in charge of everybody and also taking care of kids. <laughs> yeah.
0: When he calls up Wit in a minute or two, he says that there are a hundred kids there at the moment. How many kids are in Odyssey? Not
1: a lot. Uh, yeah. But realistically, if we're talking like elementary school age people that would be interested in Wit's End, there's probably less than... 1200 yeah i i don't know it's just the idea of 100 kids at Witsend is yeah but can you imagine a 100 elementary school kids in a business presumably alone like without parent supervision yeah yeah yeah, with just nick and assumedly if there's daycare there's adults
0: there and birthday parties and adults and the little league team which i'll get to in a minute because i have other notes which is
1: yeah Uh, oh my gosh
0: so note two okay so first note is that there's birthday parties and daycare Note two is that it's got to be summer because they they say there's a birthday party of five-year-olds. Yeah. That there's a daycare of six-year-olds, which I was like, how many daycares are that specific that you only have kids of one age? Mm -hmm. Same thing with birthday parties, same thing with Little League, whatever. It's a joke. So six-year-olds all would have to be in school. Yes. So this has got to be over the summer. Yes. Which kind of lines up because the next thing is that the Little League championships which Just is happen. all 7-year-olds they win they come in to get um to get ice cream. So this means that the Little League championships the Little League championships yes. happened during the day
1: because
0: yes. there's a daycare yes. on a weekday because yes. there's a daycare, daycare in the summer because there's a
1: daycare yeah.
0: What little league yeah.
1: championship
0: is just happening yeah. on a weekday? And that, like, I, I guess I get that it's a little league and it doesn't really matter. But you'd think maybe you do the- that on a Saturday so that the kids' parents can
1: come watch the game. Maybe. Clearly, this coach is not with it because he busts in and yells, "Free ice cream for everybody!" And like. <laughs> Like, I'm just imagining him, like, picking up his first baseman and, like, throwing him up in the air. And, like, everybody's jumping around holding their bats above their heads and everything. Like, what is happening? I get it. It's a joke. But, like, also, (laughs) what? This is Little League. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I'm at, too. It breaks down. Yeah. And there's vegetable oil on the train tracks. And lots of things. And so... That's a great idea. I, the vegetable oil on the train tracks is... Yeah.
0: Tough notch.
1: Um, I have less notes than you, so if you have anything you want to say before
0: we I'm trying on. to think. Oh, so this is when Nick... Well, we, so we cut to Wit talking with Mary. They're at the end in Connellsville. Um, Wit says they're looking at the
1: freezer. Mm-hmm. And Wit says, the freezer's a bit small. And then Mary says... No, that's the biggest one in Coddlesville.
0: <laughs> the biggest this freezer in-, <laughs> in Coddlesville,
1: guys! I'm just imagining a county fair, like, when they size up, like, the biggest cows. <laughs> it's just, like, freezers with ribbons on them. Yeah, yeah this is the one. He's in, <laughs> like, like one. yeah, he's
0: gotta be in, like, the the Odyssey Book of World Records or something. I, I don't know, like...
1: Again, and it's just, like, this piece of dialogue that... Why? Right, like how big is the freezer in Wits End? And also, like, couldn't you just say it's the biggest one I could find? Right. It's the biggest one I can find. But also, like, what is this? Like, what is Wits End that it needs a freezer that's bigger
0: than a grocery store? Yeah. Yeah. A butcher
1: shop. Yeah. Like all these places that have to have massive walk-in freezers. How much ice cream is Wits storing? Not a lot, because remember, it goes bad in a week. We've established (laughs) this. We've established this. My question is, what is he freezing? Yeah. uh, It's, I... The
0: biggest, I don't know. Connellsville. The biggest freezer in Connellsville. Maybe maybe Connellsville is just a lot smaller than we thought. It just
1: happens to have, you know, gangs. I guess. Um, (laughs) That's Oswald Heights. The Brooklyn of Connellsville. Odyssey. It's
0: fun. Just, just don't fact check it. Yeah, you just really don't. It, it, like most of these sort of things, it breaks down under close examination.
1: Yeah, yeah. The right?
0: economies of most TV show towns don't D- work. No, no. I'm looking at you, Gilmore Girls. girls. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. That was real bad. That one's very, very, very bad. Because they're trying understand. to do
0: the same thing of, like, hey, we're a small town, but also movie stars come here. And it's
1: like... Eh, yeah. Okay. And, like, also, I run a very, very ritzy bed and breakfast for the middle-class people that work here.
0: For famous writers.
1: Yeah. Yep. They're, yep. Yeah. So, and, uh, correct me if I'm skipping anything, but, um, so Wit gets a call from Nick. Yep. And, um... And Nick is has a bucket on his head, as yep. aforementioned in the teaser. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and um, and so there's a bit of a panic and, and Wit Wit freaks out uh, and is like, Okay, well, you know, I've gotta go back and, and help him. And so, um, he talk so he leaves Mary and goes back and then doesn't it it cuts to them at the end of the day, right? am i am i forgetting something um
0: i'm trying to think so we go back to there
1: yeah yeah good. and and so mary harps on him about the whole Barry thing before he leaves yeah and he's um, like i'll think about yeah, it. yeah you know i'll think about it whatever and then he leaves and uh so it cuts to nick and wit locking up yep. and nick says uh wit says he's got to go back to wit's and of collinsville to work on the imagination station yeah. and nick says it's already after 10 yeah which makes me think, Witsend closes at, like, nine? Yeah, it must. Unless it was so busy it took them two hours to close, which I guess with a hundred people, maybe. Maybe, but... But, like, two well, hours? And they didn't even do everything. They left the right. dishes. They didn't do everything. Also,
0: take note that, like, the daycare would have left at, like, four or five. Yeah. Because it's daycare. Daycare, and they're waiting for And, like, the, the birthday party did not go from... The afternoon into the night, <laughs> like it's a
1: rager at wit's end. Yeah, these five-year-olds are just partying hard. Yeah, they're, they're they're pre-gaming, one root beer float before they go. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah.
0: So they're closing down, and this is this is the first time that I couldn't picture what was happening in my head since we started this series. Yeah. And it was I. Nick and Wit leaving the building sounded as if people were entering
1: the building. Yeah, they're like keys jangling and yeah.
0: Like we didn't hear, maybe we didn't hear their footsteps well enough. I don't know what it was about it, but it sounded like Wit and Nick were standing there talking and someone was entering the building Mm-hmm. And then I realized that they were outside in the parking lot. And my yeah, brain you couldn't was like, well, And yeah, I like, oh, well, now I like, oh here okay. Now. Now, now I understand what just happened. But it was like, that's really interesting because I've never had that much of a disconnect.
1: Yeah, as to, as to what's happening and, and like how you can picture it in your head. Yeah, I, I had the same thing. Especially because it is... It cuts from them being like, oh, don't do those dishes, leave them in the sink, like clearly still in the building, and then like, keys jangling, and then they're in the parking lot. Right. Wait, what? <laughs> like, okay. And like, yeah, there's not, there's not enough clues in between the two events. But yeah, I, so this next,
0: the next part here is, is with then meeting again with Mary. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is when he finally caves and decides to let Barry help out with the imagination station. Mm-hmm. Before that, though, he says, well, I have just have a bunch of questions this brings up. Yeah. One, who set this deadline for them opening? Duh. Why is this a fixed thing that yeah. seemingly no one has any control over? Yeah. Also, why can't Wit hire help for Wit's End in Odyssey? Yeah. He seems to be convinced that things are crazy right now. But they'll die down. But that doesn't. Yeah he literally is
1: doubling his workload. (laughs) Right like
0: yeah. And yeah I don't know. I don't know why there's no one who he can. Who he can get to help out with this. There are. We know a bunch of people around Odyssey. And it just seems. It seems crazy like. Especially considering the last episode. and um, And just like how full the world felt. Yeah yeah. For this one, which doesn't feel like it's a small world or anything, but we suddenly get like this very isolated Scott, view. which got no and Like I get, things are busy at the Timothy Center, and Nick's yeah. in a band now, and Connie's, you know, because Timothy Center, Center knocks out the Shepherds and Connie and, and Tom and Tom. But, like, yeah. yeah, you can't find Bernard, Bernard or anybody. Or, or, yeah. Or, and you think, just,
1: because Bernard does BTV, wouldn't he be at Witsend anyway?
0: Right. Like, there's just, there's enough people in Odyssey where it's like, it seems like we could find
1: help. Even Yeah. yeah even if it's not bringing in external characters, like, you can, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, I don't know. We should just hire someone to work it. To work at Witsend. Yeah. Because they clearly need it. Um, oh, the oh, sorry, my last question with this is just, like, how do we end up with the Imagination Station being this huge bottleneck in the whole process?
1: Yeah. Like, why,
0: why couldn't this have been... Just why didn't they plan this out better? Or... I get that the whole idea is, like, wit's kind of in over his head. But it seems kind of absurd that we're, like a week away from opening or whatever, and they're still, like, the imagination station he's, like, barely even started on. And he starts off the episode being like, hey, I've got a new idea on how we can design the external of the... Ima-. Like, wit still in, like, creative, like, I've got time to play around with this mode when he needs to be in just, like, getting the yeah. thing yeah. done. He was like, oh, I was up till 3 last yeah. night.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that is that's some dedication that's late i don't I, yeah I, I try to avoid being up till three in all circumstances yeah and i'm not infinite years old <laughs> yeah <laughs> although i suppose if he's infinite years old and has infinite energy i don't know he probably has used his uh, infinite wealth to buy some like really good vitamins or something yeah i imagined he takes a multivitamin very regularly what do you think wit eats for breakfast what kind of a question is that I'm just trying to expand the universe. Here. I'm sure.
0: I'm sure he's an eggs guy.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, he does seem like it. He does seem like it. Like eggs and orange juice. I bet he doesn't drink coffee. Oh no,
0: no, he couldn't drink coffee. I'm
1: sure coffee is unchristian somehow. Yeah, yeah. I think it's you know the soul sober of mind thing. You know he can't be prepared to uh, give him a testimony to Jesus Christ or testimony of Jesus Christ when so. he's addicted to calf. Yeah, <laughs> he's on that sweet, sweet Java juice. He just can't can't get enough. Um, yeah, so anyway, so we get back to Wooten, right? So yep, Wooten, this is this is our Wooten. This is wonderful. This is makes me very happy. Um, so Wooten is the help that he actually does get brought on, even though yep. he's a mailman. Yep. Um, he shows up seven minutes early. Yeah, and thinks he's late. Yep. Uh, and, you know, it's worth... So for those that aren't familiar with his character, like, he's a very, like, jokey kind of i don't know how to best describe it because he's not like jokey in the intentional way but he's, no. he's like a goofy character right he, he's very kramer yeah 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 like very he, much kramer. like he doesn't he doesn't know that he's the joke yeah that he's ridiculous um but like he's you know I- incredibly lovable in that way yeah um and so he's left in charge and things go south and Alex gets stuck in the imagination station. Yep. Which sounds like it's a bomb that's going to go off. And like this is like the sound engineering being like good and also kind of ridiculous. And <laughs> that like yeah. it does sound like he's getting mauled by something, whether that's like machine parts or like, you know, the fragmented remains of Dr. Blackard <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. But he's uh, like you definitely get a sense of fear as to what is happening. And, um, and so he throws a paper mache rock at it, but he yep. doesn't know it's paper mache to try and break right. it, yep. and then he breaks it with a fire extinguisher, yep. and then Al comes out, or Al, uh, Alex comes out, Calix yep. comes out, um, all, uh, all in a daze, and is freaking out, yep. and he says, and I quote, "...the British never came." The Paul Revere program stopped working. <laughs> his horse was going backwards. <laughs> yep, and the British never came. Which, again, it's like this jokey thing, but like you look at it at all, and you're like, "Wow, that you were very worked up about." Yeah, and this. his dad kind of hits
0: on that later, where he's like, he gets claustrophobic quick, and I was like, "Interesting." I you didn't know the
1: imagination station was a place you get claustrophobic. And that's the thing. That's the one. So I've always imagined the imagination station as like a room. Because, like, they think about the Room of Consequences, which is, like, another right. kind of Imagination Station-esque thing that comes yeah. in later. But you've seen pictures of the Imagination Station. Yeah, but, yeah, and, like, in the cartoon and stuff, which I don't like to consider as anything relative to canon, but it does look like it's kind of, like, a sp- like a spaceship spaceship yeah. like small thing and so i imagine being inside of that like there's screens all around you and like you feel immersed in this you know situation and you're moving throughout it um that that could get supposed yeah. like mildly traumatizing yeah but the thing that i think is
0: i don't know kind of poorly handled is that we have this whole episode that is revolving around the imagination station in connellsville and Getting that bill, and how important it is to protect it, and dup ba da ba And unrelated, we have the imagination station, station at in Odyssey malfunction, and Alex gets stuck inside. With uh, symbolism, it's, perhaps? It's frustrating, because the malfunction is never addressed. It's just like, oh, there was a glitch. Yeah. End of the story. Yeah. Um, but it seems like... Was there sabotage, especially leading into stuff later? And no. Like, it's just... Yeah. yeah. It's just like, oh, it had a glitch. And it's just... Yeah. It's not it's not great. But the thing I wanted to say is before Wooten, you know, breaks him out, whatever, he is, like, handling the situation so, so well. well. Yeah, that's like, what my he, note is, too. He's incredible under pressure. Like, yeah, he's... He sounds like his normal scattered self, but he's making all the right moves.
1: Well, and the thing is, so he told one of the, uh, like, one of the, oh, is it, whoever it was. Uh, Liz Liz. 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 To, uh, to, like, to go downstairs to the kitchen, to the phone, look at the paper next to the phone, dial the number that says with cell phone. Yep. And, like... Like I was like, wow, that is very descriptive given the circumstances of Cal or Alex getting eaten by the imagination station. Yeah. Um. Like he does a he does a really good job with that, and then you know, given the circumstances, like he did the I think he did the best he could. Um. And so then that does it does it cut directly to wit Whit wit talking to Mister Jefferson. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Yeah. And so that's obviously Alex's dad. And you have this, like, actually pretty genuine dialogue with Mr. Jefferson, like, mm-hmm. uh, in that, like, he's just, like, a really nice guy, and he's like, hey, you know, we're worried you're stretched kind of thin, mm-hmm. and, like, you're, you know, you're working really hard, and, like, you know, your staff is overworked. Wooten was the only one there, and he hasn't had training. Yeah, also important, <laughs> also important things. Um, yeah, so you have this, like, actually, like, really good scene, and um, and I really like... Uh, I really like this episode for Wit and that, like, that kind of overextension, like, you do get more of his human side out yep. of it, and, like, obviously we've talked about that plenty, so I don't need to restate it, but it's, it's nice to see. Um, and it's, like, one of the main reasons I think that I like this Wit as much as I did is that, like, yep. this is, you know, some of my favorite episodes, and I think it just... Yeah, it gives him a very well-rounded character. Um, and then... He calls Mary and says, I'm ready to talk to you about Barry, Yep. which me, sleep deprived on the stationary bike this morning, my first thought was, it sounds like he's coming out to Mary about his gay lover. (laughs) That was my thought. I was like,
0: we need to talk. "Uh, Yeah, we need need to talk talk about Barry.
1: (laughs) Well, they say Barry so much. Yeah. So much. Yeah. They say his name so many yeah. times. it's really bad. Um, you yeah, like I get it, it's sick it's it's kind of the, the thing to drive home, like to you know subliminally, uh, instill distrust, I suppose. Um, but yeah, so Barry works on the imagination station. Yep, and Which is everything. You, hey, you can work
0: mm-hmm. on the imagination station. Yeah, the Connellsville one, not the not the not the one. one,
1: the one that isn't. Built, not the one that's right. built and not working. The one with the broken window. <laughs> and power Revere going in reverse.
0: Why does the Imagination Station have a window?
1: I don't understand. I, yeah. It's always pictured with a window. It is. I don't know why. It's... I guess, maybe... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Because I guess it's boring to draw a metal disc <laughs> or whatever. Like, not yeah. very interesting to look at. Yeah. Okay,
0: so then we're at Wit's End, and it's Wit, and it's Nick... And uh, Wooten walks in. And so they're just sitting there talking, whatever. Wooten talks about his turtle dream. His butter turtle dream.
1: Yes. (laughs) Not as in they're made of butter, as in they're turtles with butterfly wings. And they can't fly because turtles are kind of heavy. Right. Not. This is very normal dialogue for Wooten.
0: Not bullets with butterfly wings. Turtles Turtles with butterfly it's a joke just for the Andrew Sabos. Thanks, buddy. Please continue. The world is a vampire. Oh, that's a, that's, I haven't thought about that in a while. That was a that's a, that a top-notch reference. Thank you, sir. Anyway, so Wooten's having this dream where he ruins everything and Wit has to talk him down and be like, you did great. Yeah. It's my fault for not training you, which is valid. Um, And basically the kids love you. Keep, yeah, and they've been coming around about him. If you want to do this again, we'll give you proper training. Excuse me. Two questions. One Is Wooten getting paid? Mm, presumably. He- really? Is that presumed? I don't think it's presumed, Andrew.
1: Well, if they're planning out shifts. <laughs>
0: yeah, but, like, obviously, Nick and Connie get paid. I OG bet you. Doesn't really
1: work these days. Does Jack get paid? No. Right? No, no, I don't think Right? Jack gets paid. Does Wooten get paid? Here's my thought. My guess is that Witt offers him money and Wooten says no. That's my guess. That's my guess. Either that, or Witt plays a frugal, you know, frugal guy and just assumes that Wooten is volunteering and never offers to pay him. Right. That's
0: what I'm more likely. Yeah. Witt's just kind of like, oh yeah, he likes the kids. He's a mailman. Yeah, sure. He he'll work for us for nothing
1: yep we <laughs> don't have to hire someone we don't have to pay people for their
0: exchanges of goods and services also weird throw away whatever who cares but um wooten comes in and hands with a letter yeah once again with mm-hmm. receiving personal mail at, um, at work at wit's end uh and says you know it's from your granddaughter who we okay so this is this has to be Jana's daughter yes jenny because it's Jenny and Morty. Yeah, yeah, are, yeah, 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 yeah. Are, yeah. are uh-huh. Janna's kids, who's yeah. Janna's Wit's daughter, yeah. who's kind of estranged. Yeah. She is on album seven for yeah. four episodes, and that's it! Yep. We never hear her again in the rest of the series. It's such a weird yeah. choice to do this here. And I had this thought that I was like, oh, they were really clever, giving Wit one granddaughter and one grandson. So anytime. They can use those words, and they don't have consequences. Yeah. You don't have to mm-hmm. say, my grandson, blah, or my,
1: grandson. my
0: granddaughter, what yeah. You can just say, yeah, my granddaughter, my grandson. They're there. They exist. They write to me, apparently. Even though, like, she's got to
1: be in college. Yeah, yeah. At least. At least in college, because when she... Yeah, she was in, like, middle school. Right. Yeah. 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 Huh. Yeah. All right.
0: I, I'm just, like of all of the things that this show is like we got we like constantly are building out the world yeah and all of this you sucks. just get stuff like this
1: really like no. why don't why is wit's granddaughter not a character and why is it relevant like it could have been from literally anybody yeah or just you received a letter, letter. yeah yeah Here's also why is he getting a mail at work
0: yeah I don't know wit lives at wit's end except that he doesn't because we saw his house last
1: episode <laughs> yeah which is a mansion
0: my other big question about this about Wooten being there and whatever else is just like what is Wooten's age I feel like this I feel like I would pay legit money for just like an Adventures in Odyssey timeline where yeah I you be like here are the ages these characters are in these episodes it would be so nice because I'm constantly just like they're ambiguous
1: not kid not parent I don't know yeah these yeah they're, they're they're the ambiguous not uh yeah, they're just ambiguous adults slash young adults. So he's late? like in my head he's like thirties. Late twenties, thirties, somewhere in there. Yeah. Like he's definitely older than Connie. Yeah. Is he older than Eugene? My guess is he's I think if he was yeah, I think he's I think he's probably in his uh late yeah, I think Mid to late 20s is probably the safest bet I can guess. Yeah. Because my guess is he was born, and this is very much grasping at straws, but based on his love for comic books and the comic book explosion in the 80s, my guess is that he was born in the 70s. And since my dad was born in the 60s and now he's 50, in 2001, that's the rabbit trail my brain just (laughs) went down to figure out how old Wooten it is. Okay.
0: So he's, it's, I don't know, late 20s, early 30s, somewhere in there, he's an adult
1: with a childish sense of everything yeah (laughs) yep yep yeah and then um but like yeah oh my gosh though he's great yeah he's he's such a great character and like i'm just thinking those are there are those people that you meet like in real life and you're like are you on drugs or is this just you (laughs) like i don't know what to think here (laughs) I don't know if things are going to get better if you come down or worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, and so um, Barry leaves abruptly. and yeah. um, Wh-
0: Wh- goes to Connellsville, Witsand, talks to Mary. He's yeah. like, how's the, yeah. how's the imagination, imagination station showing?" She's like, oh, oh he, he finished, finished it, it
1: and he's gone. That's not suspicious. No, not at all. Which, and again, so in Mary's defense, she does clarify later that she's known him for a while. Yeah. Which is cool, yeah. She but says it early like, on, too. She's yeah. like,
0: she, when she's introducing him, she says- Yeah,
1: I've known him for a while, She and he's helped me in the past, too. Um, But yeah, so, and then Witt goes to look at the imagination station, and a bunch of the stuff is missing, and so basically, Barry stole a bunch of stuff yeah, and left.
0: All the insides are gone. Yeah. Witt calls a cop in, the cop's like- surprisingly it's a different cop than we've gotten the last couple times which I thought was interesting Cobons yeah it Bill is actually <laughs> one. um and then the cops just kind of like yeah that's one of the, like our we've we found out he's got a bunch of aliases uh-huh. and
1: he's got a history with corporate espionage twitch Mary goes what's that in the most cheesy expositional dialogue thing see. Corporate
0: yeah, espionage. espionage. Yeah, here's Margot Robbie in a bathtub to
1: explain <laughs> corporate espionage. <laughs> just imagining Chris in my head, just being like, "And this is corporate espionage." Did you get that reference? Uh, yeah, Margot Robbie in a bathtub. It's The Big Short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they do
0: the cutaway for her to explain. Yeah, something financial. I don't know. I have mixed feelings on that movie, but that's besides the point. No, I saw it I saw that bit in like a YouTube video on something gotcha. Um anyways, so yeah, she just kinda expositions through yeah. what
1: corporate espionage is. And then Wit goes, It's a good thing he didn't get everything. Yep. <laughs> and this
0: is where it's like with being immediately suspicious when he's like how did he finish it is it working it's like because it couldn't have Uh, yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) which i was like oh yeah fair enough whatever i do kind of hate that he was right though yeah that he finally caves in and lets someone
1: help and they screw him over yep why couldn't but because he was smarter than them and didn't wasn't right. completely open. Right. I don't care that he was
0: smarter than them. I'm just like, why couldn't we just be like and Wit learns to accept help
1: and it's good. Yep. The end Nope, you can't. It's physically impossible. Men don't yeah. accept help. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Oh, Wit. Yeah, oh my gosh. And then so it, and then Barry meets mysterious man in uh, in the airport and yep. he tells him to go uh go on vacation for one to two years yep. and then he says oh but i've got family in oregon yeah which i i'm presuming he doesn't have like a wife and kids because the, right. th- the next th- next yeah. thing he says is he told his mother yeah uh which i thought was kind of funny yeah um Yep, he's being shipped to South America
0: and is told you can't say anything to anybody yeah. and this had better work.
1: Yep. So, Otherwise, more will expire than just yeah. your contract. Yep. Uh-huh.
0: I'm End I like, episode. <laughs> I like that I like that as the epilogue. I think that uh Jess Harnell does a very good not wootin Yeah. Um as uh a, as unnamed evil man unnamed unnamed bad guy i did not know but that's that's impressive yeah no i didn't either until i was looking through the credits because i haven't listened to this since i was a child and i was like oh so and
1: so yeah is also yeah is also so and so um yeah and then so so what is the moral in this one is that you have to give 100 percent to everything right yeah uh-huh. that's that's the moral that we get yeah. from this i not that you can accept help and that's okay <laughs> Which no, is... because we're Christians, we can't accept help. Nope, nope, and heaven forbid you try and have a gala and raise money. That's admitting defeat. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: The thing I realized during this one of
1: Chris's <laughs> wrap-ups is
0: I could write Chris's wrap-ups. They are the most general, surface-level, grasping-at-straw, just, like, random It's conclusion. gotta be it's just something. Like, like, I think think there are episodes that have good morals but these ones are just like we have a plot and we need to have a moral and i don't know here it is and there's a verse that goes along with this have a good one write to us yeah like 80995 yep uh and when you do be sure fox 9800 <laughs> vancouver, <laughs> vancouver bc v6b 4g3 and when you do, be sure to let us, uh, no. or ask about how you can get a copy of today's
1: episode. <laughs> it's called, da 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 Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's, it, and the thing is, some of them are actually good in that they don't, they don't try and super a moral. Sometimes they're just like, what's, what's happening next? Yeah, yeah, it's like, what happening next? And like, well, how do you think Wit's gonna handle this? And like well, he must have been feeling like this. And you're like, well, yeah, you're right. Like, this is actually good. You're building suspense. You're drawing the reader in, like, or listener in, and you're, uh, like, engaging it on a deeper level. Like, okay, cool. Yep. But then there's ones like this where it just feels super <laughs> shoehorned and <laughs> yeah. super frustrating.
0: Yeah. Um. It's, it's a little rough. Closing thoughts on the episode? I liked it more or less. I like the characters in it. I think that it's advancing the plot in a great way. We're still, like, seeing stuff come together. And it is, like, I was thinking about it this time, Is trying to, like, put myself in the shoes of the guy who's listening to this as it's coming out, where there are a bunch of different episodes in it, and we don't know what all of this is building to. Yeah. We don't know how all of these things tie in together, because, honestly, like, the first episode we listened to about them putting a tower on Tom's land has nothing to do with this episode about the Imagination Station getting stolen. Like, there's so much that you and I, who have listened to it a bunch, and who are now listening to the official Novacom Saga story arc, we're breezing right past all of this, like, slow build and, like, this tiny seeding in. And we're just like, how does this episode connect to the overall saga? Which I think is a good way for what we're doing, but it's just interesting to think about how it would have been received at yeah. the
1: time. Well, and I think part of what made it so good, and especially for when it came out, is, like, it is it is very well self-contained, but because it takes so long to be established, it is almost like they're slowly stitching it into the universe yeah. and, like, planting these seeds and and then when stuff actually starts happening, like you start to feel the gravity more in the rather than if it had been superimposed on you right away and you're just like, "Well, what's happening?" you know, like yep. there's a lot more you feel the the gravity of the moral dilemma rather than just shock of events. Yeah. Um, which like good on them. Yeah. <laughs> That's totally. impressive. No kidding. Uh and so like again, like so we're at the end of Danger Signals, so like yep. this is kind of this is kind of the end of the Foundation. This is kind of the Breaking Point?
0: WADFAM Chalk Pod is a presentation of the Lidditz Podcast Cooperative. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey
1: or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at WADFAM Chalk Pod on Twitter and Instagram.
0: Or email us at WADFAM at gmail.com. Episode 8, Breaking Point was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Acebo, and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick, hoping you'll join us next time for more of the Wad Fan Chalk Pod.